reading of the inner circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful and prayerful that you are always inspired to go deeper, to reach higher, to be ever more committed to walking in the light of the truth of the all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is the one self that has gifted itself to each and every one of us. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to care, to respond correctly and directly to an agenda that is genocide and depopulation. For those of you who are consistently listening to me, you realize that I am consistently addressing these issues. And as a result of what has been going on over this last, uh, since spring, actually, the actual new year, with the coronavirus escapade and exercise and political, economic, and social manipulation, and now with the recent protests of and the killing of George Floyd and the worldwide movement of protests and outrage as a result of it, we are realizing that shift is happening. The issue for us is coming to a point in place where we are really facilitating the progression of our humanity, reclaiming, regaining our stature and our footing upon the path of absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. Now, because there has been an agenda that is genocide, where the food has been used as a tool of oppression, and then the weapons of mass destruction have been the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, uh, and I will include the marijuana with that also, as well as the pharmaceuticals, we see how much agitation and instigation there has been by seen and unseen ones who have the intention to create more and more divisiveness, more and more chaos. And we have the responsibility to be in a place where we are always in control of ourselves because that's the only thing we truly can control. And as we are taking responsibility to, to control ourselves, to control our passions, our lust, and all of that, to come to that place and space where we can truly be centered in knowing how and caring to know how to respond correctly and directly to being under siege. And the first line of defense, when you do realize and accept that we are being warred against, is to come to a place and space where you refuse to do anything that undermines yourselves. And because that's what the culture has been in undermining the cellular function of us since we were children, then we have to be intensely intentional in doing everything we possibly can to truly be cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified to walk in the light of the truth of the all that we each are. 
as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the absolute and supreme intelligence that so many would refer to as God, Yah, Yahweh, Yahweh, Allah, Jah, Jehovah, Jesus, whatever name of the deity you may give it. The issue is, is that we will never have anything greater than who and what we already are but naked. And to come to a point and place where we are not consciously caring to do what truly is in our best interest leads to our being susceptible to all other issues, accidents, sickness, illness, disease. We have the responsibility to know that as men, the progenitor of lineages and wound men, the perpetuator of lineages, duty and obligation is in the exaltation of life, in truly caring to exalt a full effort in our living to come to a point and place where we realize that life is the gift and there is no greater gift. And the intelligence of existence that is the intelligence of all beings is God. The fundamental tragedy and travesty that has laid foundation for the karmic debt and the sickness, illness, and disease that people are experiencing is the violation of the animals and are coming to a point and place where we realize that we cannot be a detriment to anything and anybody consistently over time and survive it. And so the real pandemic is not the coronavirus or the COVID-19. The real pandemic is that there is idiocy and stupidity that is running rampant in the violation of life, the violation against oneself, the karmic debt, of the disenfranchisement and the assault of all of the indigenous ones and those animals and species that were indigenous to the planet, wherever we are, but to come to a point in place where we realize that the heart disease, the diabetes, the cancer, the strokes, the upper respiratory issues, the accidents, and all of the things that are literally facilitating the actual death of tens of thousands of people daily that are not being acknowledged. To have us in a place where we are so focused on what commercial media would have us focus on that we are not really centered in the absolute reality of the divinity of our beings and the divinity of how we have been perfectly designed as spirits in these bodies. And to come to a knowing that where there has not been a wholehearted commitment to wholeness, and the commitment has been towards the profit or the leverage of particular ones over everything and everybody else. Where the commitment has not been towards facilitating life, then we are seeing the evidence of dysfunction and disgust and degradation and deprivation and deficiency and all of that so that we realize that our greatest opportunity is now for reversing all of it. But to speculate and then focus on the agenda itself of genocide and depopulation and the vaccination, mandatory vaccinations and being chipped and monitored and all of that, and not focusing on the absolute reality that there are no forces and no bosses that can truly have leverage or victory 
over the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, or the fulfillment of the will of and the continuation of the intelligence of existence, always being intelligent enough to exalt a full effort in its own expansion, in its own elevation, in, in, in its own victory and triumph over all other things. And that our responsibility in our now moment is to align ourselves with it because it is that which beats our hearts and breathes us. And the reason we are finding people succumbing to any kind of issue is because we have been fed garbage. Garbage being filled with all manners of nitrates and nitrites and toxins and poisons and chemicals and whatnot, which are polluting the waters of our being, the waters and the tissues of our body upon which our spirits are charged. And so getting activated, motivated, inspired to be willing to do the inner cleansing and reversing whatever issues through real nutriment, nourishment, right alignment, spiritual thought, activation, and commitment is the thing that gives us leverage over it. Now, the intention of behavior modification is to make sure that we are not responding correctly, that we cannot respond correctly and directly to being warred against. And we have to realize that in our now moment with so much unrest and so much protest and so much outrage on all continents, that reactionism is not what creates life-sustaining progression. The progression that we can make as a global humanity has to be made from each individual one consciously accepting the divinity of one's own being and the divinity of all being to the degree to which we will no longer facilitate, participate, and be complicit with the violation of other beings and feeding off of their body parts, their body fluids, their progeny. And so you say, well, what are you saying? Everybody needs to be vegan or vegetarian. I'm saying everybody should understand that our bodies are divinely designed and nobody is designed to feed off the carcasses of dead beings. There's no vibrancy. There's no uh, electromagnetic energy. There's no life force that we can get from it. And it's creating a ton of waste in our systems as well as upon the planet. And the real wastage that is, is actually happening is the waste of human potential. And to realize that we have been gifted to the earth to be a gift to the earth by virtue of the lineages that we represent and coming to that place and space where we are all right with being realigned and reattuned to the purposes of existence directly because where a people have lost their purpose, where a people are not acknowledging, not aware, not consciously caring to 
accept that there is inherent purpose in existence and they are out of alignment with it, out of attunement with it, then you're dealing with the people who literally have lost everything. And this is foundational for all of the unemployment, all of the sickness, all the illness, all the disease, all the despair, all of the hunger and the starvation and all of the things that are going forward now because we have been gifted so much of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to not acknowledge it, not cultivate it, not respect it and reverence it when it is the substance of ourselves, the substance of our being, it constitutes the all that we could ever possibly aspire to. It is the real wealth of, the, of who we are, what we are, and it is the why that we are in terms of our coming to harmonization with it, as it, and to realize that as the foundation of existence, it is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And we are inherently immortal. But to have been cultivated and socialized and re religiously trained to accept death as the natural culmination, finality, eventuality, destiny, and fate of what it is to be human then we have really missed the reality that to truly be human is to truly be divine. And the divinity of existence is nothing that we created, but we have the responsibility of harmonizing, respecting, reverencing, appreciating, appreciating, loving, and exalting it. And in so doing, we would not be under the fear and insecurity of thinking that the earth is insufficient to feed, nourish, and host. The populace, all of her children, and those ones who have initiated a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, where the food has become the tool of oppression and the weapons of mass destruction are the alcohol, the tobacco, the white sugar, the products, as well as the pharmaceuticals and the chemicals that are in the food, then we have to come to a point in place where we are no longer complacent, complicit, or co-conspirating with it. And so for those who have been well-educated and got jobs working for the corporate deities of death, the meat industry, the dairy industry, the tobacco industry, the alcohol industry, the sugar industries. Those who have given service to the military and have learned how to kill and have come to a point of feeling that warring is solution. And those who have been truly negatively impacted as a result of their service and now suffering is because you saw and committed all matters of things that were violating to your spirit or other ones, then we have to come to a point in place where every atom and every cell of our being is being oxygenated, hydrated, mineralized, alkalized, so that we are able to activate 
the spiritual power that we have to really heal ourselves through clearing and cleansing and liberating at the cellular level. Our now moment requires everybody to love themselves truly. Everybody to be in a place and space where we can rejoice on a daily basis with the consistency of the sun and the earth spinning. We are already immersed in nothing but the realm of eternity and the opportunity to create heaven on earth. It's ours. To be in a place and space where we can really take pride in the gifts, in the salvation, in the deliverance, in the opportunity, in the infinity of possibilities that we, as a global humanity, can raise completely up as a result of all of the things that are going on when we realize that the intelligence of existence is all there is as existence itself. And that we can invoke and call forth the light to triumph in any and every situation so that literally nothing has to work against us. Everything can work towards our greater good, provided that we care to do nothing to undermine ourselves or anyone else. So much of the divisiveness that has been created through the manipulation, through miseducation and religious training where ones and ones feel as though other ones are not deserving or worthy because of whatever their activities are. But to come to a point now where we're realizing that we have all been impacted and affected by the initiatives of those who did not truly have the liberation of anybody as foundation for their institutionalizing anything. And so to use these institutions of education, religion, business, marriage, and all of that to create, maintain, and sustain divisiveness within oneself and within our families and our communities, we have to realize that in order to have leverage over it, then we have to be willing to cleanse ourselves. The cleansing of ourselves, the cleansing of our tissues. Being in a place and space where we are reversing any issues that have crystallized in our tissues, we have to be about that on a daily basis, the cleansing the caring, the loving, the forgiving. See, the emotional releasing and letting go. Because all of this pent up anger and frustration, madness, and and the reality that people are rioting and destroying property because the system has exalted property and materiality over the lives of people. And it's been doing it from the beginning of the establishment of this country. And somehow people have forgotten that there is a karmic debt 
as a result of the disenfranchisement and the annihilation of our indigenous families on the North Central as well as the South American continents. But to be in a place and space where we are doing truly what's in our best interest. And realizing that what's in the best interest of one is truly in the best interest of all. And in order to really facilitate and participate in the liberation of us individually, then we have to be committed to the whole of us and the wholeness of everything and everybody, including Mother Earth and her creatures. And whether we commit to it or not, whether we are successful in realigning ourselves or not, Mother Earth and Mother Nature and her creatures will have their liberation through the exodus of the people off the planet. Because those who refuse to commit to the laws that govern them, the laws that govern existence, and choose to remain lawless, ignorant, disobedient, disrespectful, and disregarding, the dis-ease that comes from that will literally be the doorway off the planet or to be buried in the planet. Our making distinctions as to the difference between leaving the planet and dying is essential. Our making distinctions between the way of life, living the path of life that leads to our eternal lives and living the path of life that leads to death matters. This now moment of eternity is calling us to really regard and respect the order of existence and to be in a place where we will create the order and the order has to be created through cleanliness. When we experience the pollution the filth upon the planet when Mother Earth really generally has no filth of her own, that all of the filth has come from the refuse from the death industries, the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the sugar, the alcohol, tobacco, chemical industries, then we can do something about it. And it really wouldn't take that long. But we cannot do anything about our external environment if we do not take immediate measures to cleanse our internal environment. The impact and the effect of all of this uh, radiation in our lives from the Wi-Fi, from the uh, cell towers, from the 5G and all of that is impacting and affecting us primarily because of how much acidity already exists within our bodies because of all of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, the tobacco, and the sugar that has been the daily diet facilitating all of the pandemic that is disease, heart disease, cancers, strokes, upper respiratory issues, the pneumonia, the asthma, the COPDs, and all of the things that are literally the effect of what has been accumulating, concentrating, and contraindicating in our tissues consistently over time. And now the spirit that is in these bodies is being overwhelmed by the acidity, the toxicity, and literally succumbing. This is something that we can control and have power over it. No matter where, where you are in the process, 
The issue is knowing the power of the spirit, the power of the will, the power of the attention, and being in a place where you are acting progressively in your own best interest to be completely cleared and cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and made whole. The intelligence of existence that is all there is, is greater than anything that man can create. But we cannot feed as beasts and dwell in the ditches and valleys of degradation morally, ethically, and have fulfillment as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence we will and have and are experiencing the loss of ourselves. And so I'm the one to remind you that this now moment is ours for the rising. Taking the time and making the time to not be reactionary, but to truly care to be responsive by doing that which is truly in one's own best interest in facilitating the emotional, mental, and spiritual clearing physical, emotional, mental, cleansing, renewal, rebirth, revitalization by affirming the reality that we are and I am this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It beats our hearts, it breathes us, it is the all there is as existence itself, it fills all spaces, it's all pervasive, and our reverence, appreciation, exaltation of it as our absolute reality and harmonizing with it allows us to have true victory and triumph over all of the initiatives, but to come to a point where you will succumb amazing to see how many people are following the edicts of those ones who do have that genocide as their agenda because they've told you to put on masks and wear gloves to disconnect from the intelligence of your being and cutting yourself off from the various forms of life which are organismic but not detrimental. But then to continue to do that which is truly detrimental to oneself in the consumption of flesh and eggs and milk and dairy and cheese and tobacco and alcohol. I'm like, why would you wear a mask and then be smoking? You understand, why wear a mask if you are all right with undermining yourself? Why mask if you're killing yourself anyway? Why even care if you don't care? to exalt a full effort in your living. And for those who know that you're having issues, you know that you're obese, you know that you're you're not well, you know that you're addicted to all of these things, then masking and gloving is not going to help you. Coming to a point and place where you care to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified is the thing that will open the door to every fabulous thing you could really think and dream for yourself. But to not care, to be completely complacent and complicit with your own oppression 
makes you vulnerable and susceptible to all manners of things. But no one can move against you or undermine you when you are not a detriment to yourself and yourselves. And as we are collectively raising forward so that we are not a detriment to ourselves, then we are able to respond correctly and directly and thwart any movement against us as a global humanity. Those who have reclaimed the power of the divinity of our own beings. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And I am always so grateful and so thankful to have opportunity to express myself. And someone think I'm doing such and such a thing for the people, but I am the one who's encouraging us to begin to do what we need to do for ourselves so that we are having a very impactful influence on all of our other selves. And we've seen with the protests that have gone all over the world that people can really get along. All hues of people, all nations and races of people. But the issue is we're still seeing the impact and the effect of believing those who are liars. Those who are motivated by something other than that which is truly in the best interest of the people when they are following the edicts of people like Bill Gates and Fauci and the World Health Organization and all of these ones to perpetuate this lie called Corona virus and to have people really all over the world masking to the degree to which they are literally creating more toxins in their systems and not releasing that which was intended to be released. So how is it that we want to be respected as an intelligent people, but then we follow those who have already proven that they do not have anybody's best interests at heart as those ones who are invested, heavily invested in the pharmaceutical industries are counting their ducats in terms of how much money they expect and anticipate making from billions of vaccines, thinking that they can vaccinate everybody in the world. But when you know that these ones are working towards the depopulation, then why would people be consistently following them? And those who are touted as being very conscious and whatnot are doing so also. And so it's somewhat bizarre. It's like being in the twilight zone to see the amount of brutality by those who are supposedly 
sworn to serve and protect to be the violators. So what do you do when the police are murderers and liars and usurpers? How can you trust them? How can you trust those who beat up children and shoot children in the streets? And so we're in a real crisis, but we've been in crisis for quite some time. And the movement of the people is what needs to happen. But to move us to the degree to which the bowels are moving consistently, daily, six, seven times a day, with 30 feet of intestines in the majority, I won't even say the majority, so many ones are retaining waste or so much overweight. So that the real movement that really needs to happen is that every spirit that is in a body is respecting truly that the body is divinely designed and designed divinely to the degree to which we will no longer be eating the flesh of dead animals. Dead pigs, dead chickens, dead ducks, dead fish, dead squid, dead octopus, dead crab, dead lobster. See, it's very difficult to really think that people are truly sincere about doing what's in their best interest when they obviously don't really understand what's truly in their best interest, that they will follow those who don't have their best interests at heart. And so to protest and to be in mass, in numbers, and then be masked is, is really bizarre. But maybe it's just me that sees the strangeness of that, that you're protesting against the misuse, the abuse of ones and ones against other ones, but then we are self-abusing and feeling somewhat entitled to do that which undermines us and then are consistently exercising that which is truly detrimental to us, which is consistently and continuously putting money in the pockets of those who don't care. You understand? So old money in America came from sugar, slaves, oil, beef, pork, chicken, dairy. And so to have an understanding and an understanding that when we have the same numbers of people who are masked coming to that place and space where they will no longer support the violation of their own selves and do everything they possibly can as quickly as they possibly can to really promote cellular liberation so that the agenda and objectives of those ones who are committed to the depopulation of the planet have no power and no sway in their lives. Now, within the context of uh, the hues of people, we have from the lowest low to the highest high of different degrees of consciousness of ones and ones. You've got those that we could refer to as as the, the bottom feeders, you know, those ones who just eat any freaking thing and just have no conscientiousness about the rights of other ones to have anything. They feel entitled, but this country was founded on that kind of energy. And people have forgotten, seemingly, that there is still karmic debt based on the inception of this country and the disenfranchisement of the indigenous ones who are here on all of the continents. So you know, to think that people can truly be successful when they have literally sown the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death and created a multi-trillion dollar economy with it, that there could be anything other than a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. But there's a karmic debt to that because there is justice. 
and the justice for of humanity and humankind to have facilitated the violation and the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination of a billion or more creatures on an annual basis that know that the human population and humankind are definitely having issues. And these are the issues that have crystallized in the tissues that are showing up as heart disease and cancer and diabetes and obesity and the uh, Alzheimer's and the dementia and the Parkinson's and the fibromyalgia and all of these other issues. So to really put so much emphasis on corona when the pandemic that has been in effect is still in full effect and that there is really no way for corona to catch up with in terms of the death toll of those ones who have died from the cancers, those ones who died from alcohol misuse and abuse and drug misuse and abuse and pharmaceutical misuse and abuse. So I'm just saying, why is it that the people are not more conscientious? Because the nature of the chemicals that are saturating their tissues is that they modify behavior to the degree to which people are not able to discern and to distinguish really, truly what's in their best interest until they come to the place and space where they are consciously caring to exalt a full life's urge to do nothing to undermine themselves, their selves, or the lives of anything or anybody else. And so our now moment is requiring us to really realize that you can't continue to bring this poison into your system. You know, so why wear masks if you're going to eat the flesh of dead animals? Why wear masks if you're going to smoke? Why wear masks if you're drinking alcohol? Why wear masks when you are already a ticking time bomb for any kind of sickness, illness, and disease that is already there? which makes the wearing of masks consistently over time even more detrimental because the exhalation is filled with the toxins that are being freed from the cells through the exhalation, through the breath. And so as we are having the realization that the, the genocide is still in full effect, that the protesting and whatnot really has done nothing to really uh, thwart the genocide when people are so committed to the lawlessness and it's, and lawlessness not in terms of the rioting and you know what uh, provocateurs were paid to create all of this mayhem and chaos but the police and those who have been licensed to kill you know have to have within themselves whatever is needed in order to give them a sense of remorse for the misuse and the abuse, you know, we, as a, a melanin-dominated people, you know, we have been swayed. We do what we have seen the dominant culture do, but to realize that we have been influenced by a people who love killing, who have invested so much in debt, so much in suppression and oppression and whatnot, that there is no way that just being melanin-dominated saves you from something that you have been co-conspirating, complacent, and complicit with. And so we have to look at those ones who really, really want to see changes in the world to the degree to which the police are no longer brutal. You know, that they are conscious and conscientious, caring individuals that have children of their own, mothers and fathers of their own, who are in a place where they realize the 
the duty, obligation, and responsibility of what it is to be, what it is to be man, the progenitor of lineages, what it is to be wound man, the perpetuator of lineages, and to know that regardless of what jobs we may work, that duty, obligation, and responsibility in being is to exalt life, not to beat people down. You understand? So what many of those ones who were just as brutal uh, a few decades ago where they really rejoiced in hanging black men, castrating, beating up, tar and feather, dragging. I'm just saying that that energy is a sick energy. You understand? And so we have to realize the illness that the United States of America has perpetuated, not just around the world, but right here within their own populace. And so a people who undermine their own people, a people who facilitate the uh, toxification of the bodies of children through artificial colors and flavors and white sugars and all of these things that modify their behavior and put them in a place and space where they are not able to really unfold and develop into the who's that they truly are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence to understand that yeah, it's not going to end well until we, particularly we as women, women of all hues, make the determination that it is our duty, obligation, and responsibility to truly honor the who that we each are as the nurturers, the nourishers, the healers. We should not abdicate our abdicate our duty, obligation, and responsibility to those in white coats who are facilitating the agenda of those ones who have rallied behind the banners of being white supremacists or feeling that they themselves had something superior to everybody else on the planet when everything that they reverence and worship, you know, in materiality from the gold, the diamonds, the oil, the, uh, the coffee, the platinum, the uranium, everything is under the soils of where black people are in the world. But yet they say the people themselves are worthless. They're, they're useless eaters, useless feeders. And I'm just saying is that we have to realize what wickedness is. You understand and there's no supremacy of wickedness. We all are impacted and affected by the agenda that is genocide and depopulation. Everybody. So for those who've lost loved ones to cancer and heart disease, those who've seen their family members eat themselves to death, those who have seen the deterioration that has come as a result of the alcoholism and the tobacco use and the cancer and all of that. So I'm just saying, no, everybody's affected by it. And it's time for us to come to a point in place where we are making a full, wholehearted commitment to consciously step out of the way of harm because as long as you're complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with your own demise as long as you are the perpetuator of sickness illness disease and death within yourself yourselves and other ones who have been uh, given to you for loving and nourishing and nurturing and exalting I'm just saying it's not going to end well for anybody except for those who care to make the shift and to make the change of progression, to realize that life itself is divine. And so many ones do not have a proper orientation of realizing that we are already in the realm of eternity on a planet that is spinning in space and the space in which we in is cosmic. And so our first citizenship is cosmic. First, 
middle and last. I mean, you will always be a citizen of the cosmic. From the dust we've come into the dust we shall return. That's not the dirt. We didn't come up out the dirt. We came through the wounds of our mother's spot by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers. And then nobody really is exalting the reality of the sacredness and the divinity of being. And this is where the consciousness of whoever will survive the devastation of, of inebriation, intoxication, stupefaction, and all of that to come to a point where we are consciously reaching for life and seeing the power of God that, that shows up as we are really honoring the oneness of us. See, the police represent a very small number of people. Even those who were beating other ones up, a very small number of people, what you were witnessing is seeing Thousands and thousands of people of all hues be on one accord, walking together, marching together, protesting together. See, there's a there's that which is happening, and whatever it is you're focusing on, it really becomes more expansive. So, you know, when the people themselves dis- decide that they will be self-governing, and that's why the masks need to come off, because there's no way that you can truly protest the... Uh, wickedness and the violation of those ones who are violators when you when you follow them when you eat from them when you eat like them when you have not really asked the right question as to what makes the people feel like they are entitled to be able to to capture you and enslave you and beat you and rape you and hang you and sodomize you and sell you into sex trafficking and 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 have sex with children and all of this is because of the defilement of the blood with the rot of the pigs and the chickens and the tobacco and the alcohol and the eggs and all of these things. And so in our now moment, it's time for us to realize that care is what we must do to get beyond all of the divisiveness, all of the stuff that makes you question, question whether there is God. But the people have to come to a place where we care to be godly, where we want to be rightly aligned in in realizing that we were given certain principles to live by and loving that which beats our hearts and breathes us with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might. To consciously care, to live, to honor our parentage, honor our mothers and fathers, to really care, to represent them in the light that brings pride and glory unto them. To realize that we are here to know and to master love, to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. But if we're desecrating and defiling ourselves, that is how you're going to treat everybody else. So that now you got to pay attention to what people do to themselves to see how they will honor or dishonor you. And now it's like, how can you trust the people who have already proven that they truly don't have your best interests at heart. So know who, who it is. But when you yourself don't have your best interests at heart, then you come under the auspices of other ones. So we begin to attract things to us. And so parenting is so important because it is the parent that lays foundation for the degrees of oppression and suppression and violation and things and what children and other ones are attracting to them. Grandmothers used to say, you know, you have to keep them prayed up. 
But when you keep praying them up, but you keep filling them up with the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and sodas and artificial colors and artificial flavors and all of these things, then understand that it's going to really create some other issues that are not going to be comforting, not going to be pretty, not going to be that which you can really see as blessedness. And so in our now moment, realize that to exalt a full life's urge is what all intelligences do. And to come to a point where it matters that we take every opportunity, every situation and circumstance to really polish ourselves to realize that it's about being, it's not so much about doing. The substance and the quality of beings that we are that lay foundation for our true successes in life. There are those who would have you think that success in capitalism is success in life, success in conquest is success in life, success in setting your goals and meeting those goals are success in life. But the real success in life is living lovingly, compassionately, mercifully, forgivingly, creatively, dynamically, in reverence and appreciation and gratitude and thanksgiving and to understand how the magic begins to happen when we truly care, to exalt the divinity of existence and to recognize it everywhere to get to a point and place where that's all we see. And for those ones who are so insecure, those ones who feel as though that they have the right to be brutal and to see, you know, the footage of all of these uh, ones who want to be respected as intelligent people just beat people to death. It's like these people are some sick people. And there's no fear we should really have of them. But you can't put yourself in harm's way either. You know, you got to learn how to walk this walk. You've got to learn how to be. You understand? To be in a place where you don't draw devastation to yourself. And that you are in a direct line of light with your angels, your guides, your guardians, your ancients, and functioning under the auspices of your soul. See, where you are exalting a full effort in your living and your loving and your rejoicing and your enhancing and your standing, you are consciously carrying to re- to be all of who you were born to be is this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, then you get a little leverage. You don't find yourself in situations and circumstances that are detrimental. And so for where we are right now, just remember that everywhere you are, You dwell in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. It's beating your heart and breathing you. And see, the issue in terms of how they're cooking the books, in terms of the COVID-19, I'm just saying the media, you know, they can say whatever they want to say. They're, They're just doing all kinds of things. They've been lying and lying and lying for a long time. And so... We have to realize that our responsibility is to truly be self-governing. And so it matters that we are mastering ourselves, mastering ourselves to the degree to which we have no lust and no passions and no things that put us in harm's way. And it could be seemingly simple things. Like Trayvon Martin going out at night by himself to pick up a bag of Skittles and iced tea and losing his life. Who would have thought? But then when you look at the ingredients that's in Skittles, 
and see all of the chemicals that are in it. You understand? And that's what I'm saying. Of people who undermine and market poison to children, the food industry is representative of the death industry. And even though you may enjoy feeding off the flesh of dead animals, I'm just saying it's going to create and has its own karmic debt. There's justice in it. So justice for billions of creatures who are dying and being killed and slaughtered every year so that they could rot in your body temples. That justice is in disease. It's in the cancer. It's in the heart disease. It's in all of that. And so our first line of defense is to respect the right of these animals to have the right to their lives and for you to have the responsibility of correcting yourself by liberating yourselves. The methodology of our oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning. The methodology of our liberation is to liberate ourselves, oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, alkalizing, and opening up all channels of elimination so that the nitrates and nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, the all the preservatives and flavorings and stabilizers and whatnot. See, the issue is the chemicals. And so they want you to think that it's a virus, but it's not really the viruses. It's the activation of uh, the cleansing that's happening as a result of the uh, radio waves or whatever that's coming from the 5G and all of this. So we've got so much energy around us with the Wi-Fi and all of the electricity and all of that. So we got to defrag and get, get to the salts and put the salts in the body to alkalize and really give us leverage over all of it. So the intelligence of existence is truly greater than anything that man can create. But when your blood is defiled, and when you are not conscious and conscientious and caring about being in full alignment and attunement with that which beats your heart and breathes you, then you are destined for a tragic date with fate. But we can correct ourselves, we can cleanse ourselves, we can be renewed and rebirth, but we can't continue to follow those who have no light, those who have an objective and an agenda for the demise of everything and everybody. See, those ones who refer to themselves as uh, Caucasians or white people or whatever. It's just like you you have no grace and protection either because they're killing you just like they're killing everybody else. I'm just saying, having you killing yourself and those ones, that's what I'm saying, those ones who are brutal, the brutality, whether it's from the athletes, from the military, you understand, from the police, all of them are known to be abusive with their families, with their wives, with their children. You understand? And that in and of itself is a sickness because you are disconnected from the reality of the oneness. You understand? So a man who beats and rapes his wife or other ones is a man who is in pain as a result of his own violation at whatever level. But the violation that is charged upon the blood is the root of it all, whether it's granddaddy, great-granddaddy, how much ever. You understand, to be in a room full of people who have all been violated and devastated as children, you spend 15, 16, 17, 18 years with somebody and it takes you 60 years to get over it. The foundation of that is having been fed the flesh of dead animals. 
the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pussy mucus of cows. I mean, I have to say it over and over again so that we understand how to shift and how to change so that we are truly doing the work that needs to be done in order to really be the progression of us as lineages of people, the progression of us as generations, the progression of us in terms of who we are as intelligent beings and the progression of us in terms of our aligning ourselves with Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and atoning for our having partaken of the flesh and blood of other beings when we were told not to kill. And nobody is beyond the law, above the law. We're all held by it. So whatever issues that are crystallizing in those tissues, you've got to see some results, some harvest from those seeds that were sown. And I'm the one to remind you that you have support to clear, cleanse, consecrate, and step off the path of adulteration onto the path of everlasting life. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. <laughs> 